welcome to episode three, episode three of uh, Codecast. Okay, the third, um, like the British king. I don't know. Chilakwa. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're at it again. We're recording another episode of Codecast. This one a little later than usual. Yeah, but, apologies uh, for that. But uh, a recording nonetheless. Uh, so uh, let's let's get right into it. Uh, okay. Yep. So this episode isn't sponsored by anything. It's sponsored by Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Coming to you in the year twenty seventy seven. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> right into it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, as I'm sure you guessed, uh, there is a lot of uh, news to go over. But before before we get into that, uh, let's get into what we are playing. So, uh, it seems I'm the only one that's playing video games this week, uh, because uh, apparently you aren't playing anything. Does mobile gaming count? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't count. So you're not playing anything. <laughs> no, I'm not playing anything. Yeah. Uh, technical difficulties with my TV. <laughs> okay, that's that's sad to hear. But uh, yeah, we're not counting your uh, your 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 Candy Crush saga. So <laughs> juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I myself uh, have taken a bit of a break from uh, Death Stranding, and by break I mean I started playing a game I'm pretty sure I enjoy more. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm playing uh, Doom Eternal: The Ancient Gods Part One. So this is the uh, new add-on for Doom Eternal. Uh, mm. And so those of you that listened last week know that I wasn't aware that this wasn't free until it came out. So uh, I did buy it and I am playing it. And what can I say? It's, it's, it's more Doom Eternal. It's, it's, it's great. It's actually significantly harder than the base game, uh, which oh, is saying real? a lot. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like uh, the, 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 the levels are pretty long. Uh, longer than the original game and it's significantly harder so it's taking me a lot longer to get through each you know kind of arena battle and I mean it's great but it it can be overwhelming (laughs) like I thought I was a badass but they're scraping (laughs) my remains off the wall (laughs) so yeah it's it's great it's it's more Doom Eternal it's more of that you know edge of your seat combat uh, it's fun stuff, and uh, I also dabbled in uh, a game that I've been kind of looking forward to, uh, Ghost Runner. Mm. Uh, so this mm-hmm. is kind of like a, a cyberpunk, uh, yeah, samurai running. I don't even know how you describe it, but it's really cool. If you if you've uh, not heard of this game, go look for it, uh, Ghost Runner. It's it's a really cool game. It's also a bit hard. This one I haven't really played that much of, so I will reserve my opinions for when uh, I, I sink my teeth into it a little more. 
Uh, I've actually seen Ghost Runner, so yeah, I'll actually I'll check it out when I get the chance to. It looks yeah. really cool. It, it 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 is. I mean, from the little snippets I played, it it, it is a, a kind of like uh, if if Hotline Miami was set in the world of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven uh, and mm-hmm. was. Uh, you know, a, a highly polished 3D game. Uh, but I mean, uh, like I've said, I've, I've just played a, a little bit of it. I haven't really uh, sunk my teeth into it that much. Uh, and when I do, I will share it with the broadcast arcade community. Okay. Yes. So uh, let's get the into the dead drop for this week. Uh, big news. Okay. Let's start with the biggest news. <laughs> and uh, some might say the most depressing news, but uh, anyway, we'll get into it. So uh, first news item. <laughs> In the post of their social media accounts, CD Projekt Red confirmed that their highly anticipated open world RPG, Cyberpunk 2077, would be delayed for a third time, this time for 21 days, pushing it to December 10th. So uh, they, they actually, you know, posted uh, a kind of uh, long form, uh, you know, uh, letter to, to, to their audience from uh, Adam Badowski and Marcin Iwinski. I mean, these are, these are Polish names, so I'm, I'm probably butchering them, but they, they, they posted this kind of letter telling everyone that, hey, like, uh, you know, it sucks, uh, but we are going to have to delay it for a further 21 days. And the delay is seemingly due to uh, the larger than normal number of versions for the game that need to be tested. The game will be yeah. launching on a total of nine consoles or platforms, however you look at it. Uh, so it's going to be launching on, uh, let's see, let's, 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 let's go through what it's going to be launching on. It's going to be launching on the Xbox One and the uh-huh. Xbox... One X and the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S <laughs> and the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4 Pro and the PlayStation 5 and PC and Stadia. So uh, clearly a lot of testing and, uh, you know, upon like further investigation, I mean, uh, a, a a, a bit more news has come out since they they, they dropped this uh, information. Uh, it seems like what's holding it back is the last gen versions. Uh, yes. A lot of conjecture about you know uh, them having pushed things so far that the last gen versions just aren't up to snuff. And uh, I mean, there's lots to talk about. So. Uh, Let's let's get into it. Uh, I, I I'll, I'll let you go first because I know uh, you're fuming. <laughs> so, uh, what what are your thoughts on this delay? First of all, you don't announce bad news saying, "Hey, we have important news to share via tweet." <laughs> well, how else were they going to share it? Because the Twitter and I think they shared it on their Instagram as well, and I'm assuming yeah. Facebook. Uh, those are their biggest platforms and that's how they kind of uh, interact with their oh, fans. You know, it's, um, it's, 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 you know, now like this yellow backdrop they used has just become a meme, like how to deliver bad news. <laughs> I, 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 I know. I did see, uh, I think another, another developer kind of, you know, uh, where, where 
<laughs> we're using the same backdrop, and immediately I said it. I was like, wait, huh? <laughs> what did they tell you again? Yellow backdrop, and then they're like, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it is, it is, it is kind of becoming a meme. So, yeah, what do you think? It's, 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 um, it's stupid. I mean, the, you know, this is what we say about when you say something, right? When you say you, you give you basically when you a company tweets something, right? Uh, concerning a game, you're giving people your word. So they will ask like any more delays. And they said, we can confirm like, no, like someone was even people were fuming on Twitter. Someone took <laughs> people are so hyped for this game. I thought I was hyped. Someone took two weeks leave <laughs> and it's been confirmed. <laughs> to play this game and he's mad he's like no you can't do this and then like apparently they even asked someone asked them like are you sure because i want to get leave to play your game and they're like we are 100 yeah, percent sure a day before this yeah. news dropped actually yes a day before because uh it, okay for me it doesn't make sense and you you know you've always said that you are holding back of, of playing cyberpunk because of uh how it will run on our consoles right because yeah. your console and my console is this just the it's a, yours is the, the launch mine is the slim so the architecture is the same basically um so looking at it like i'm now scared to get this game on playstation 4 because uh-uh. and i'm pissed but now i'm more scared than pissed <laughs> i'm like how is it great <laughs> are we going to be hitting two frames per second like i don't know what's going on yeah it's 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 crazy because um it is true that uh like i think the thing that is making a lot of people mad is that there just seems to be uh a bit of a disconnect between the developing team and their marketing team because this isn't the first time they've delayed the game after promising that it's not going to be delayed again because mm-hmm. I think the third, the, the third delay, or the second delay rather, uh, so uh, when they pushed it to their third release date, it also came on the back of, we promise we're not going to delay the game again. So um, I think that is uh, a bit of an issue. I, I feel like it's an easy fix. Just don't promise that you won't delay the game again. You know, yeah. but uh, yeah. I, do, I do think that, you know, I'm of, I'm of the opinion that maybe they should just delay it to next year. And I'm pretty sure there are reasons why they still want to get the end of this year. I mean, they probably have uh, investors that they need to, you know, uh, please. They, 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 they probably have uh, investor calls that they need to kind of, uh, you know, there's all this uh, stuff about uh, the end of the uh, what you call it, the end of a quarter, like having your, your margin set and all that stuff. So there, there are obviously reasons why they don't want to delay it into next year. But it is clear that this game is, at least for the current gen consoles, in bad shape. And the constant delays are making me feel like maybe they should have just delayed it to next year. Because now what's happening is they keep pushing it by because I think every delay has been by a smaller and smaller margin. So the initial mm-hmm. launch date was supposed to be at the beginning of the year. And then they pushed mm-hmm. it, uh, I think, to a bit later. So still early in the year. And then they pushed it April, to, I believe, yeah. September. 
and yes. now and and then they pushed it to um november which november. was the release date that we were expect us expecting so november 19 and now finally they've delayed it by an extra 21 days so it is starting to feel like maybe they are kind of just putting a band-aid on the hole in the well and it's not yeah it's 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 it's, it's not because there's also like uh a lot of pressure from you know uh it's jason shires and whatnot about their crunch and whatnot so there's a lot of things that are just kind of culminating in them not really having the I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to, how, how to put it because I also do feel for them. Like I'm a software engineer and sometimes you don't know that a product is going, is in bad shape until you hit the 11th hour and you do have to push things. Uh, so I, I sympathize with them on that front. And I do think that if the game is in bad shape, then they should delay it as opposed to releasing a broken game. Uh, I don't but, think they can delay it anymore, in all honesty. Uh, the reason why I say this is because they've spent so much money on marketing, eh? Like, look, marketing is expensive. Yeah. So, um, if they delay it to next year, that 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 means ahead of the game. Okay, like when you when you've already promised people this and they're expectant, now they're going to have to like do a big marketing to win people back, win you back, and obviously there's some people who are going to be like, fuck this game and tell their friends like, no, this game sucks. And they're going to have to, you know, try and win you over again to play the game. So I think they might actually release a broken game for the last gen or the current gen right now. Right? So actually it's last gen. Yeah, it's just say last gen. So I mean, not yet. Well, consoles are in reviewers' hands, so it it is last gen. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, it's not. It's not. It's not in consumers' hands. So it's still current. So are you trying to say reviewers and YouTubers aren't consumers? No, they most certainly are not consumers. They 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 Uh they are getting they are getting these devices as a marketing tool. That's all it is. That they 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 kind of and. I don't, I don't want to kind of make it seem as, as though I'm kind of shitting on the people that are getting the consoles early and whatnot, but <laughs> this happens all the time, okay? Yes, it's building up to next gen and whatnot, but uh, th- them getting the, the, the consoles, most of them got two consoles, and actually a number mm. of the reviewers that got these consoles might be sending them back. I'm not too sure, but this is part of the marketing cycle. I mean, you give you give people uh, access to the consumer goods early, and okay, you know. So that's how anyway, it works. yeah. So um, there's already a game. I don't know if you saw the news about Watch Dogs Legions, what mm-hmm. it's doing to the Xbox. Yeah, I mean that's another news story that we'll, we'll probably get into. Uh, yeah, so, but yeah, I think I think it's it's it's. It sucks because this is like genuinely probably one of the most anticipated games uh, ever. Like it, it, it started in 20, 2012. The hype cycle started in 2012. And we've been moving towards, you know, release and we've been getting hyped. And 
honestly, outside of the delays and you know a few uh, you know pitfalls that they 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 fallen into with marketing, everything that we've seen with the game looks really good. But very very nice. It, yeah, it, but my 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 whole argument and my argument this whole time has been that's not going to be what you're going to be playing on the current gen console. And this kind of just confirms what I've been saying for the longest time, that they're, they're pushing the hardware in ways that I think no other studio is pushing the hardware. I mean, I've talked about how playing The Last of Us Part Two, I was playing it with headphones on, so I wasn't, you know, uh, overwhelmed by the sound of the console running. But when I did take my headphones off, it sounded as if I was at the back of a jet engine. And <laughs> it did scare me because my console is really old. My con- I got my console like close to launch. So my console yeah. is now going on uh, seven years. And uh-huh. it's, it, I, I'm just waiting for that moment when it breaks. And I, I, I guess now would be the best time for it to break because it's at the end of a cycle. But I don't want my experience with Cyberpunk to be like two frames, like you said, two frames per second, because the game is kind of built to target, at the very least, the PlayStation Pro and the Xbox One X. So I think like this kind of just sets in stone that I am definitely not playing these games on current gen consoles. I'm going to play it on next gen. Yeah, me too. It sucks, but me too, because another thing they might compromise on is the... um, textures, you know, quality and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, they, they were already going them. to compromise on that. Uh, yeah. they, 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 there's no reason to have 4K textures in a game that can only output at 1080p. Uh, I think but what's no, causing a lot of issues is them optimizing things like uh, the density of the crowds, the... Yeah. Because when you, look at, when you look at the game running, and obviously they're running it on a high-end PC. I mean, they always mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the game mm-hmm. is coming out on PC, so they know they can run it on a high-end PC. But when you're looking at the game, when, when we're looking at the, the Nightwire, um, the episodes of the, what is it called? Nightwire? Nightwire? Yeah, it's or, Night, what, Night City. Night City Wire, yeah. yeah. Whatever, whatever it's called. Whenever they show those, it is so clear. It's so clear that it's running on high-end hardware, and similar to you know my point last week about Miles Morales, we don't know what these games are going to look like on the consoles that we're going to be playing. At least most of us, mm-hmm. those of us that haven't managed to get a launch console. So yeah, for us that are going to be playing on the PlayStation Four, what is it going to look like? What is that experience going to be like? I mean, The Witcher wasn't great in terms of performance. Uh, in 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 a lot a lot of aspects, but it wasn't like throw the controller to the ground bad. But this might be worse than that. And I mean, honestly, like I'm 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 thinking about most people because most people haven't managed to get a pre-order for next-gen consoles. And I think the reason why they delayed this is because they know that most people are going to be playing it on current-gen consoles and a large majority of people are going to be reporting if they're, they're, they're only able to play at two frames per second. And it's going to hit the game hard. And I think they're trying to kind of compromise on that, but there's only so much you can do. I mean, we, 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 we talk so much about how scalable these new consoles are, like how it's, 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 it's 
kind of adding bells and whistles on double models already there on current gen. But I feel like that only goes so far. These are seven-year-old consoles, okay? My PC is chugging like hell. And it is more recent than my console. And it's significantly more powerful than my console. And it chugs when running games. So I'm thinking about my consoles and I'm thinking about the developers that are developing for it. And it's, 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 I mean, there's only so much they can do. So, I mean, we'll see if they do release the game in, 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 uh, in December, then I guess we'll see from reviews how it plays on current gen consoles. But this kind of just confirms to me that there's no way I'm playing it on my launch PlayStation 4 or my launch Xbox One for that matter, which is even <laughs> less powerful. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I'll buy the game. I'll buy the game. I will test it, but I probably won't play it on the because mm. the goodness is it comes with a free upgrade. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to buy the game uh, until, well, I might buy the game, but I'm not going to try it. It's, it's what I'm trying okay, to say. Because I'll, I don't want my, 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 my first experience to be tarnished. No, I understand. I totally get it. Um, yeah. yeah, anyway, let's, uh, <laughs> we could talk about this all day. Um, yep, we could, but let's not. We, we're, we're, we're not trying <laughs> to hit the three-hour mark. <laughs> Benchmark. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, second news item. Bethesda Game Studios director Todd Howard has said that it's hard to imagine The Elder Scrolls VI as a fully Xbox exclusive game. In a new interview, that touches on many aspects of the Zenimax acquisition by Microsoft. So uh, he basically uh, was uh, talking to an interview uh, with uh, Game Informer, and they mm-hmm. posed the idea that uh, you know it, it it would be weird to see Elder Scrolls VI as an exclusive. Uh, especially considering The Elder Scrolls V owes so much of its success to uh, the sheer number of consoles that it launched on. So it launched on every console that you can think of. I'm pretty sure it launched on a calculator somewhere. We just don't know. Like if you... Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it became... A, it, like it's one of those games that became a meme. Like it was coming out on everything. It was being re-released on everything. It came to Switch. It... it it, it, it came to PlayStation 4, it came to Xbox. So it is a huge game, but it also came to everything that you can play a game on. So uh, this was posed to uh, Todd Howard and he did point out that it was hard to imagine. And uh, we will have a link to the uh, full interview. So if you want to like uh, kind of read up on everything that was said, uh, you can do that. But uh, focusing in on what he said about this, uh, he, he, he clearly is clearly hinting at the fact that it probably won't be exclusive. And we discussed Phil Spencer's comments about exclusivity last week. Uh, it, a lot of this stuff is actually not even set in stone because really the deal isn't even done yet. Like technically speaking, it's going to be done early next year. At least it's expected to be done early next year. Huge deals like this do take a time uh, to 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 get over the line. So I think, uh, I mean, we we always keep coming back to will they, won't they? But I don't know. It's looking like I still stand by. Uh, I I think there there will be a few games that might be exclusive, but you're not mm. going to see 
like the big okay all our games are now only on xbox like i don't think that's going to ever ever happen and i don't think that's even xbox's plan because like we've discussed in the in, in in previous episodes it doesn't make sense even from a monetary standpoint to put your games only on one console especially considering how much the playstation 5 is selling i mean jim ryan and I don't think this is a news item, uh, but Jim Ryan did have an interview and he was talking about how the fact that they were coming from the PlayStation 3 to the PlayStation 4, the PlayStation 3 being kind of their uh, middle child, if, if you will, uh, they, 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 they didn't have the success that they have with the PlayStation 4, uh, means that the numbers that they're expecting on the PlayStation 4 are going to be significantly higher. And, uh, we did know this because there are over 100 million consoles sold of the PlayStation 5. That means that it's likely that most people that own a PlayStation 4 are looking to buy a PlayStation 5. And I mean, it's going to be so hard to find consoles at launch. But uh, I do think that this kind of speaks to Microsoft's thinking with this that I don't think that they're going to put anything you know, behind, I mean, they might put a few games and I, I honestly think the new games that they make exclusive are probably going to be new IP, maybe smaller games, but Elder Scrolls 6 not coming to PlayStation, I don't think is happening because I'm pretty sure that game is coming to Switch as well. <laughs> Just throw Nintendo in the mix right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we forget that they also make consoles. Because I'm sure every time someone mentions them, they look at it like, hmm, so someone talking to us? <laughs> nah, we're just here making our millions. We, we don't want part of your shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they carve their own path, like clearly. Uh, yeah. But what do you think about these comments uh, from uh, director Todd Howard? Well, yeah, um, I guess it's, 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 um, it's a smart move. Um, I've always been for the idea that remember in the previous episodes, I did say that they are not going to do that because they don't want to see, you know, they don't want to be like the bad guy mm-hmm. and yeah, bad guy, meaning Sony, what Sony does with exclusives. It's yeah. not a bad guy thing, but it just makes them look like you're taking a game away from uh, another platform. Right. And you're telling yeah. them like, if you want to play this game, you're going to have to buy our console. Yeah, especially considering their stance recently, where they've been they've been so clear that hey, we want people to be able to play games wherever they want to play games. So to turn around and say, okay, but Elder Scrolls Six is only on Xbox Game Pass, it would kind of be like, but you guys, you said that you wanted people to play everywhere. Now you're kind of saying that okay, but we have to subscribe to your service, or we have to buy an Xbox or a PC to play it. That that's kind of counterintuitive to what you're trying to say uh so yeah exactly i think i think i think we're like like this is a topic that we're going to be discussing uh for years considering that the deal has only just taken place and every time uh either an xbox or uh bethesda executive has an interview this is the first thing that they're asked about and i'm pretty sure they're tired of hearing it especially considering the deal isn't even really done yet you know it's not legally yeah. binding and so i mean i don't think this is even remotely uh going to happen uh but 
<laughs> what happens if the deal breaks down? If it breaks yeah. down, then good. Then it's uh, you know, they said what they said, and Xbox still comes out looking like they still work, even if they uh, did acquire it or they mm-hmm. didn't. Right? They come out yeah. looking like we've we are going to give you yeah. all the games. We're not going to trick you. Yeah. But, anyway, I don't. I don't think it's going to break down because they've already started kind of working closely together. Like we mentioned, Doom Eternal is now on Game Pass, so they're they're not going. The deal is the deal is happening. It's just that the ink isn't even on the paper yet, and a lot of the questions that they're being asked, I don't think they can even answer. Like these are things that they're still having discussions about because they have to plan for uh, their 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 strategy. Like what is their strategy? How is the Bethesda acquisition, the Zenimax acquisition, would fit into the strategy that Xbox is working on right now. So, yeah, we will keep an eye on uh, everything that is said, of course. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's where we are right now on that topic. Uh, okay. Uh, so the third item is a bit of a weird one because uh, it's uh, Nintendo news and. Neither of us play on Nintendo consoles, so we don't really, I don't think, uh, care too much about this news. But uh, in terms of, you know, the, uh, how can I say, uh, news, (laughs) this is big news. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Nintendo... Nintendo uh, had a direct. Was it a direct or it was a mini direct? It was a mini direct. It was, okay, yeah. Uh, They called it their partner showcase. Uh, So what we're going to do, because like I said, neither of us play on uh, Nintendo consoles, at least not yet. I was actually planning on buying a Switch. Then I heard the news that they're going to release uh, a more powerful console uh, early next year. I was like, okay, then I'll hold on. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at uh, with that. But we'll just go over the news and um, I think pick out a few uh, things that might be interesting just in the overall gaming conversation. Uh, otherwise, uh, for our Nintendo listeners, uh, unfortunately, there's not much insight we can give into this, at least not right now. And uh, we will try to broaden our uh, knowledge base when it comes to uh Nintendo, but for now, uh, because we care about the news and Nintendo is a big player in video game news, we're going to go over uh, what was uh, showcased at their partner showcase. So, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity demo is available now. Uh, Hyrule Warriors is a big game for Nintendo, relatively speaking. Bravely Default was delayed to 2021. Control Ultimate Edition cloud version announced for Nintendo Switch, as well as Hitman 3 cloud version. Um, And these two are topics that uh, maybe we'll touch on a little bit just because of the nature of uh, what they're doing with it. Uh, Then No More Heroes 3 footage was shown. No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 Desperate Struggle are now available on Switch. I don't know what this is, but... (laughs) Uh, if you're a fan of No More Heroes, all, all, like, more power to you. 
Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising gets a new trailer ahead of its uh, December 2020 release. So this is uh, the Ubisoft game that I think changed. It was it was called something else before. Um, was it um, Gods and something? Yeah, Gods Gods and something. Uh, yeah. yeah. So they changed the name, and I think this name. Uh, I don't know. It's, Honestly, I don't really care that much. Uh, Story of Seasons, pioneers of Olive Town, who arrive on Switch in 2021. Nintendo fans, I am sorry on my co-host's behalf that he said he doesn't care about this game. Well, this isn't even a Nintendo exclusive, so I'm not so much saying that I don't care about the Nintendo aspect as I don't care about this game in particular. It looks like it looks like another Fortnite game, like... I, I can't be bothered. Like, I don't give a shit. Okay, like, there's only... I only have so much time, and this is not a game that I am even remotely interested in, okay? If you're a huge fan of Immortals Phoenix Rising, which would be weird considering it hasn't even come out yet, then, I mean, more power to you. Play play whatever you want. You know, I don't okay. care about this game. One <laughs> Okay, uh, where was I? Uh, part-time <laughs> UFO. <laughs> Uh, from the developers of the Kirby series is now available on Switch. So Kirby, uh, yeah, I've, 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 I've messed around with a few Kirby games. I like them. They're, they're, they're quirky, they're interesting, and I just like the concept of, uh, of Kirby, like basically just eating everything. But Yeah, Kirby, uh, yeah. Kirby's evil, man. I'm sorry. Like, because <laughs> Kirby's cute, just eat everybody and gain their part. No. Nah, he's, he's only cute because he's uh, Nintendo's, uh, he's, he's a Nintendo property. He's probably like the Thanos of the Nintendo extended <laughs> It's true. He probably has the zip at the back of that costume <laughs> when it comes out. It's just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, they're, 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 they have a new game called Part-Time UFO. Uh, that's on Switch. So if you're interested in that or if you've played any of the Kirby games and you like them, then, you know, feel free to check this out. Tropical 6, Nintendo Switch Edition, uh, announced for November 2020. Uh, are you into the Tropical games at all? Mm, no, I'm not. Okay, moving on then. Uh, surviving the aftermath comes to switch in, in spring 2021. Uh, so that's uh, an early 2021 game. Bakugan, <laughs> champions of Vestroya, launches in November 2020. Do you remember Bakugan? Wow, memories just here. <laughs> really? I never really, I, I never really vibed with Bakugan because I thought it was a ah. discount Digimon, <laughs> you know. Which, yeah, to be fair, Digimon it's... is discount Pokemon, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you're getting discounts on top of discounts there, but... <laughs> yeah, not I'm, really... not ups, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not I'm not really into, like, the Bakugan, like, universe, if you will, but... I mean, I know, like, there are a lot of people, like, you said, like, that, that's memories right there, so if you're into Bakugan... Yeah. Uh, it, uh, there's a new game launching in November. I won't play it though, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, then finally, Grifflands Nintendo Switch Edition, the deck building roguelite, uh, arrives on Switch in September, in, in summer 2021. So, um, 
I think this is a game that's already available on a couple of consoles, much like many games uh, mm-hmm. that are kind of being ported to uh, Nintendo Switch. I just want to back up a little and talk about the Control and Hitman 3 cloud versions. Now, for the cloud versions, this, this is interesting to me because I was doing a bit of uh, research into this and uh, this isn't exactly a new move for Nintendo because apparently uh in japan they they've released a couple of uh huge titles on their kind of cloud gaming uh front uh, assassin's creed odyssey and resident evil 7 were both released uh as cloud games in japan on the nintendo eShop, and i i think uh they don't they they have a completely different approach where they say uh, I guess the developer is responsible for creating the cloud version for it to be on Switch. And uh, a couple of companies have been uh, using this uh, Ubitus uh, company that makes uh, you know, cloud versions of games. So I think uh, maybe they're starting to experiment with cloud gaming in the West, so the US, Europe, and I guess by extension, us here in Africa. And uh, I guess we'll see how that goes. But apparently it, 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 in Japan, people talk, uh, talk about how, how good it is. I mean, they're, they're saying it's, 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 it's good enough. And it, Japan obviously has excellent internet. I think even better than the US and Europe. So you take all that with a grain of salt, but uh, I think they're starting to now experiment with this and see how uh, they can kind of work in cloud gaming, especially considering they now have a woefully underpowered console with the next gen consoles coming out. And they're probably going to be left behind unless they come out with either a new console or they come up with a cloud, a cloud gaming solution, which it, it seems is the direction that they want to go in. So, uh, do you have any yeah. thoughts on this? Uh, it's really, it's an interesting way to go about it, eh? Cause, um, you know, cloud gaming is, I guess it, it is, it's becoming big, eh? Or is, is it big? Well, it's becoming big in places becoming, where, 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 yeah. where it's accessible. Yeah, exactly. So, like you know, I'm speaking from an African perspective. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like they just need to come up with a, a better console because I feel like if you're going to reach all the markets, right? So the whole world, you can't rely on this. We are not in a place where, um, especially some parts of the world, where we can do our, we we have like you, you know, cloud gaming can work out for us. So I feel like you holding, you said like they were going to release a more powerful uh, switch, right? Or well, I that's, don't know that's the rumor. Yeah. So I'm hoping they do that rather than this. I hope this is just, um, they can do the cloud gaming as well, but I hope maybe it's just a cover up uh, until they do the console and they can still continue with the cloud gaming. I mean, it, they don't have to stop it. It will develop and the world's always getting, especially from a technology point of view, the world's just becoming better and better. And yeah, uh, yeah internet's becoming faster and faster. So I'm hoping, yeah. yeah. I, I, I do hope they do release a console, especially like if the rumors are true. 
uh, early next year because I've like personally I've held out on buying a Switch uh, because I heard there would be a, a mobile console. So yeah. I I do hope that they release a, a kind of uh, up, up, upgraded version of the console. I mean they have they have done a lot of this in the past with a lot of their um, handheld consoles, like releasing multiple SKUs. Whether it's the mm. uh, 2DS, the 3DS, the 3DS XL, the new 3DS XL, whatever they, they call <laughs> their, their consoles, but they 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 do have a kind of uh, a history of upgrading their hardware, even though it's not like a next gen upgrade. If yeah. they could like release a switch that you know maybe could play 1080p in handheld and maybe scale up to 4k i mean it would be a huge technical achievement if they did do that but the thing is they're getting left behind now and i know they're carving their own path and i i don't i don't think switch is going to stop selling because effectively it's the only handheld console on the market right now so yeah i i, I think you know whether they decide to uh upgrade their hardware which i think they should just from a third party perspective, because uh, third parties are now going to be moving over to the new consoles. You don't want mm-hmm. them to have to all come up with a cloud version because it's so clear that the Control and Hitman 3 cloud versions are on this console because the games themselves can't run on the console. They just can't. And in Control has trouble running on the current gen consoles as we, as, 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 as we know. So obviously they're having issues there and they just decided to kind of have this cloud version which is coming with you know some sweet perks it's coming with ray tracing and stuff like that so clearly if it does pan out this could be a direction that they go to give you that next gen gaming experience on the go but they're also going to be competing now with xbox uh with with the x cloud that uh xbox is coming out with uh or actually they they already came out with uh, so all you need is basically an Android device and you're able to stream and you can even use your local console as a streaming box, which I think is actually a really innovative way to go about it because then it takes a lot of the bottleneck that comes with the internet out of it. You're now basically just playing on your uh, network connection. And uh, I've, I've, I've played... Android? Yeah, on sorry, Android. You said on your Android. Okay, thank yeah, you. on your sorry. Android. Uh, it, that's okay. that's what I said. You didn't hear what I said. I said on your Android. Uh, yeah, no, you know why I said that. It's okay. <laughs> hey, you can, you can, you, you can, you, you can talk all the shit you want. Okay. <laughs> I'm probably not going to use this anyway because you know you don't have an Android. Gaming. <laughs> yeah, I mean. We, we, we haven't really uh, discussed on one of these episodes because we did start the, the podcast pretty uh, pretty recently. But uh, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, uh, we're kind of referring to the fact that Apple is not letting xCloud on the iStore because of their Apple bullshit. So uh, yeah, <laughs> a bit of background for you there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, news item number four. Uh, so, uh, AMD uh, at their Radeon 6000 series event uh, pulled out all the stops and revealed 
new top-end graphics cards, the AMD RTX uh, 6900 XT. Uh, so this is supposed to go head to head with the uh, 390, the RTX 390. Uh, and it's uh, kind of being deemed the, the king of the big Navi stack. Uh, so this is, uh, and again, this to a lesser extent, because uh, I, uh, because of my profession, I kind of know uh, about like computers uh, just from a knowledge base kind of place, but uh, neither of us are hardcore PC gamers. So uh, <laughs> it's, I, I'm, I'm just kind of uh, speaking to the fact that I'm, I'm speaking from a purely technical point of view. I, I did read like the articles and uh, I, I, I watched clips of, 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 of what they were showing and they were showing uh, how in terms of performance, uh, it's significantly more power than the, uh, more powerful than the 390, and it costs 9.99, which is 500 dollars less than the 390. So that's a big thing. Also, they released uh, the uh, or they revealed the uh, what is it called the 68,000 XT uh, and the uh, the 68,000. Uh, these are supposed to compete with. Uh, the the law and uh, Nvidia cards, so the RTX three eighty, and I mean, from 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 what they were showing, it, it it does look like they're offering better performance for a cheaper price. I mean, looking at the three ninety, it's five hundred dollars less than the, or, or rather, the 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 six sixty nine thousand graphic cards just have such terrible names. But yeah, AMD's highest end card is $500 cheaper than uh, NVIDIA's um, highest end card. And even the uh, lower end variants are cheaper, though not by as much. So the uh, RTX 68000 costs about $579, while the... Um, the 68,000 XT costs uh, 649 and these are going to compete against the 380. So I think they're about like $50 like uh, cheaper or something, something like that. But yeah. You know, you know what's been interesting? Um, mm. That AMD always comes out with, you know, we people who play on PC, like AMD is a budget card, you know, mm -hmm. and you know, but now it's in, what's interesting is they're coming at a cheaper price and they're delivering more power. So it's always been that they come in cheaper, but the, they don't always push the frames, frames per, sec, per second, and they don't always, you know, they're not always, they, they're not really the go-to card. Mm -hmm. But now this is interesting because now they're saying like, okay, we'll, we'll go, you, we'll take you one step further, but we're still going to keep our price at yeah. lower than NVIDIA. And so, it should, it, it's, it's also worth noting that the, the next-gen consoles are going to be using uh, similar AMD graphics architecture. So uh, that's something that, you know, uh, whether you're a developer or just someone who's looking to buy a PC, uh, you know that uh, games that are going to run well on next-gen consoles might, and it's obviously not going to be one-to-one, -one, but they might be a little better optimized for the AD, uh, the AMD uh, graphics cards, and AMD is just slaughtering Intel in the uh, processor 
the processor game. Like Intel is yeah. just just <laughs> there. It's embarrassing now because they're losing one of their biggest. They're losing one of their biggest clients in Apple pretty soon. I mean, it's not going to be a hard cut, but Apple are clearly moving towards their own silicon. So yeah. I don't know, dude. It, Intel is looking hard, hard done by, and AMD are just coming out swinging in both the processor game and the graphics card game. So it'll be interesting to yeah. see what AMD looks like in a few years. I mean, it's always been this red versus green with AMD and Nvidia. So mm-hmm. we'll see how all that goes, especially considering, especially for the highest end cards, Nvidia's card is pretty expensive. It's $500 more while not like based on the, 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 the performance uh, that, that they showed. And you take it with a grain of salt because it's AMD that was showing us this. So, you know, who's to say? But from what we from what we've seen, it looks like the more powerful console is, or the more powerful graphics card is, also going to be the cheaper graphics card. So, if you're a PC gamer, uh, this 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 can only come as good news. Yeah, I think it's a win for the consumer base. So I hope yeah. it continues. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, moving on uh, to uh, item number five, uh, yes. and this 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 one I included just because we've had discussions about what uh, what our consoles look like, like what the PlayStation Five looks like, and whatnot. <laughs> and I just wanted to include this uh, because uh, it's something I might consider. Though I should mention that uh and uh bear with me while i confirm this but when i was writing the news items uh the site playstation 5 was not working and yes i can confirm that as of the recording it is still not working um so uh, take that with a grain of salt. This is a new company, and they've just uh, come out. But let's let's get into the news. Let's get into the news item. Uh, so a company called PlayStation, which by the way is an awesome name. It is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, they've unveiled a series of third-party color plates uh, that make your console look a little different. So we're talking about the PS5s, of course, with their uh, dual plates at each side. So uh, the site uh, offers chromatic silver, cherry red, black, blue, and jungle camo. Uh, jungle camo being basically camo in green. Camo flesh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, we've we 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 we've taken a look at the the, the, the consoles. Hopefully, uh, the site will be back up so that our listeners can. Uh, Click the link; it will be included in the description. So um, I have thoughts. I have thoughts on it being down, but okay, yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, and I, I mean, uh, like, 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 like I'm saying, like, uh, this is a new company. Like, they've just come up and they were taking pre-orders, and yeah, if they've taken a few and the site is down, it's it's suspect. Yeah, but, exactly because yeah. When when reviewers and, and YouTubers were talking about this uh, PlayStation, right? They said, I do not give my backing to this company. It's new. So I do not know whether they're legit, but it looks like they're legit. 
So yeah, you know, you and which is the same, which is the same thing we're doing here. We're basically saying that look, we don't know this company. Neither of us have shipped anything with them. They're they're a new company that clearly just came out after the uh, teardown of the PlayStation Five to kind of mm-hmm. serve that mm-hmm. market, and they 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 are kind of serving uh, a a market that I feel like Sony themselves need to serve. Uh, exactly. Now with the site being down and you know them being a new company, who's to say? Uh, so. Uh, I would say don't order anything from them until like people that have actually got the stuff can attest to their uh, validity and definitely, definitely like just, just, just as good practice, always wait for reviews before. I mean, I know if we wanted to pre-order our uh, PS5s and Xbox Series Xs, but uh, most of the time, uh, I would recommend at least looking at a review of certain things that you're not sure on. And this is definitely the, the kind of product that you want to wait to see because there's so many things we don't know. We don't know the quality of the plates. We don't know. Uh, we don't know if these these plates are even going to be shipped out. Uh, so, yeah, I thought I'd include it as a news item just because uh, I would love to get my hands on like a black. Uh, a black uh, kind of plate or the black plates that would make my console look black. But I am certainly not going to be ordering this uh, before I order my PlayStation 5. So The black looked sexy. Yeah. God damn. I don't understand how Sony <laughs> missed this. It's right there. Like the console itself, I think is ugly. But what makes it worse is the two-toe. Okay. So if they could just make like a black variant, I'll be, I'll, I'll be even with their controller because I was watching like reviews and unboxing. The, the, the color is supposed to be like sort of off-white. It's just not white mm-hmm. in the strictest sense. It's kind of grayish, but it's white enough that it's a white console. So why, why not give, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, and I know like, they're probably going to come out with newer, newer versions and whatnot, but I, I think it's an ugly console. But I mean, I'll, 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 I'll love to get my hands on that ugly console, to be honest. So <laughs> I'm not sure they can. <laughs> okay, now that we've got your thoughts known on how you feel about the console. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, this is the kind of thing that is just going to kind of melt into the background because I experienced the same thing with the Xbox One. Like when I was uh, ordering my, my Xbox One, they were still pretty scarce and I could only mm-hmm. find the white one, the Sunset Overdrive uh, version actually. Uh, and I didn't want a white console, but I wasn't going to not buy an Xbox One when they were so scarce at the time. So, uh I feel like it to be a similar case with this. I will get whatever console I can get. If it's black, green, blue, I will take it and I will figure it out. After. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Also, yeah. you can always get a D-brand skin. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess. Uh, wish we could get sponsored by D-brand, but... <laughs> <laughs> we should try. I want to see what they think. <laughs> uh, I mean... <laughs> 
Uh, I, I didn't. I, I, I have a D brand skin coming in for my, for my, for my Mac. So we'll see the quality on that uh, whenever it does come in. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, there are options. Like if your console uh, is white and you want it to be black, you can have uh, a D brand skin. Like some people yeah. will probably like take the, the, the plates off and spray paint them because they're easy enough to take off. So there are a lot of options and. Uh, I mean, really, it's fine. It's 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 it's, it's <laughs> how a console looks is so so low on the priorities of a console that it's just it's just it's an annoyance more than anything. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, news item number six: uh, Halo Infinite project director Chris Lee has left the project following the delay of the game, which will see it released in 2021 instead of this holiday. Uh, Lee confirmed his departure to Bloomberg in a statement saying, I have, I have stepped back from Infinite and I am looking at future opportunities. I believe the team, I believe in the team and I'm confident they will deliver a great game. And now is a good time for me to step away. So uh, yeah, in the Ongoing drama that is 343 and uh, Halo Infinite. Um, another big departure from the studio. Uh, so uh, before I go over my, 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 my thoughts, uh, what, what, what do you think about this? Uh, knowing that you're more of a PlayStation game and Halo isn't exactly your bad. Uh, what, what do you think well, about you, uh, this news? You know, it's, always, it's, it's, it's big news when the project director leaves, you know? Yeah. means something clearly isn't going right at the studio or I don't know exactly why he could have left. I'm sure you have more um, insight to this than I do, but it's not looking good for Halo. Um, I mean, yeah, I am sure they're going, it's still going to be a quality game. It's, uh, it's Halo. They have to, <laughs> I mean, they, they have to, but I mean, they, 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 they have to, but uh, I don't know. It's anyway, a, it's, it's just, it's a, <laughs> It's a big loss. Um, something's clearly not right. And I feel over the next couple of months, we're going to hear um, what's going on over there. Because as you know, the, the way this story, it's a story, he, he broke the news, right? But people with different opinions are going to come out over the next couple of weeks or months before the release of the game as to why he left, as to the environment around building the game, as mm -hmm. to you know how the developers are feeling about all this. Um, because you know when the when the ship when the ship captain just abandons ship, it's that's scary. So yeah, <laughs> yeah that's um, so yeah. I don't know. Um, let me let me know what you think. Um, yeah, I'm starting to really worry about this game because it looks like more than anything, it's just being mismanaged. And three four three took up. Uh, Halo 4, and I loved Halo 4's campaign. I didn't really sink my teeth into the multiplayer that much, but I, I really did enjoy the campaign. I thought it was one of the better Halo campaigns. I know it's maybe not a, a popular opinion, but I did think that the story they were telling in Halo 4 was really good, and I was really looking forward to the Halo 5 campaign, and they just missed the ball so badly. And it's weird because... When the Master Chief Collection came out, which 343 also kind of developed, though uh, mm. I think there was some input from Bungie, they 
they released it in a broken state. Now it's 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 been fixed since then, and uh, they've actually come out and said that they're releasing. I think we broke this last week. Now we we talked about this last week how they're 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 going to be releasing uh, a patch that would give uh, the Master Chief Collection 120 frames at 4K and all that, which is great. Mm-hmm. But they seem to mess up so many releases. And by so many, I mean the two, so Halo 5 and uh, the Master Chief Collection, that I'm starting to wonder if it is not mismanagement, either from Microsoft, who are the publisher of the game, or from the studio itself. And a big, a big like, like you said, the project lead, the uh, project director leaving the company before the game has even been released, after the game has actually been delayed and we still don't know when in 2021 the game is going to come out bearing in mind that this game has been has been anticipated for the longest time i mean halo games usually come out like two three years between each 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 game and the last game was released in 2015 so it's going to be six years since the last halo release I'm starting to think maybe there's some kind of mismanagement on the back end either from microsoft who more and more I'm starting to question, you know, uh, how, how they're managing their studios. Because if we look at their first party output, they haven't released a great game in quite some time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the last great game was Gears 5, at least in my opinion. And even then, it wasn't the colossal hit that something like, you know, The Last of Us Part 2. And we're talking about this last week, how PlayStation and Nintendo have games that are always in the top 10 mm. and Microsoft can't get an inch. Now, this is obviously not going to change because of Game Pass. Microsoft are now not looking at sales numbers, strictly speaking. So it's not going to change anytime soon. I don't think it's ever going to change, actually, now that they're, they're, they're focusing more on streamers. So we're probably going to be getting streaming numbers or uh, subscription numbers rather, and we'll have to kind of, I don't know, do the math as to how many people, and they'll probably release numbers like, oh, this number of people were playing this game and this number of people were playing this game. But their first party output is like woefully lacking and they've made a lot of purchases, but I'm worried that those purchases aren't going to mean anything if studios aren't managed well. And I'm starting to wonder if the studios aren't managed well. And I don't know, I don't, I, I don't know anything. Like I don't have any extra information. I'm, this is all just conjecture. I'm just, you know, thinking out loud, but it is starting to become really worrying, especially for a game like Halo. Halo is Microsoft's biggest IP. I don't think there's any question about that. Okay, so the fact that it was delayed out of their launch for the Series X and Series S is worrying because that's not a decision that anyone would have taken lightly. Now, I respect that they did take that decision because if the game was in bad shape, which I think it was based on the snippet of footage that we saw, then you you don't want to release a game like that. But... Uh It's, 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 it's really, it's really, it's really, it's really starting to worry me. And as a Halo fan, I'm starting to feel like, because they've talked about things like making Halo a platform and whatnot. And like, 
that in and of itself is kind of worrying because it means that Halo is going to change. They're making it open world. They're making all these changes that on paper sound good, but we don't know how it's all going to come together. And I'm worried that it's not going to come together at all because people are leaving. The game is getting, you know, it's getting delayed. It's, it's what we're shown. And bear in mind that that was probably the best piece of footage that we, they were able to show because it was their first, you know, kind of Halo showcase. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that that was in as bad shape as it was is really worrying. And I don't know if it's like, like I don't know if it's poor management on Microsoft's part, if the studio is just not gelling, if maybe they're, they, they, they bit enough more than they can chew. I, I, I really don't know, but it is really worrying that uh, all this is happening to a game that was supposed to be like Microsoft's big hitter. I mean, Sony, like for all the shit that uh, The Last of Us Part Two uh, got, like Sony, when they released that game, had it at peak polish, you know? That game was, you, you, you can hate the story, shit you can even hate the gameplay that's 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 all on you but as far as the quality of the game goes i don't think anyone can question the quality of the last of us part two or ghost of tsushima or even going back to spider-man and god of war i don't think you can question the quality of these games and i don't know that you can say outside of the coalition with gears i don't know that you can say the same about a lot of microsoft studios output and it is worrying because I was hoping that this was going to be kind of a comeback for Halo, especially with the campaign, which Halo 5's campaign, like, honestly, the more I think about it, the more it pisses me off because of what it could have been. And I don't know, like, I guess we'll see as, uh, as we go into 2021, but this isn't encouraging news for Halo fans. It's not encouraging at all. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, it's 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 quite disappointing to see how almost every every you know exclusive Xbox exclusive doesn't doesn't have that quality. You know, we, we Sony have set the the bar so high, and um, yeah, and it's not it's not just Sony. Like Nintendo too, when they release an exclusive, like they they set a bar for quality on that exclusive, so. First parties are still really important. And I know people say, oh, no, first parties don't sell consoles. Bullshit. We see it every year on the sales charts. Exclusives are there. So people are clearly buying these games on the consoles that they own. Otherwise, if exclusives didn't matter, then the, 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 the yearly lists would just be third-party games. Okay, but we've seen like number two is what like the best-selling games of this year. Last 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 week we we're talking about how uh, mm. Animal Crossing is number two, and that is based only on physical sales of the game. So it's it's pretty obvious that exclusives still matter, and Microsoft's strategy is changing and it is different now. But I fear that their first party output, especially with a game as big and as important as Halo, really needs to step up because Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean I was I was looking like similar to how uh, you know 
uh, perturbed you've been with the cyberpunk uh, delay. I was feeling the same way with Halo because I was really looking forward to playing a new Halo game by the end of the year. I get it. Game didn't look great. So I'm pretty sure it does need a lot more work. But it's one of those things that did kind of come as an annoyance because we've already waited so long for a Halo game. So I'm really worrying that this, we don't even know, like it could be coming out at the end of next year. Yeah, and it was also like the perfect, um, you know, launch title. It was, it was, it was. was. I mean, New Halo. You didn't, even, (laughs) even, even if you didn't really like Halo, you can't deny that it, it, as a launch game, Sony has their Spider-Man game and it looks great and whatnot, whatnot, but mm. Halo had the chance to be like the biggest launch game that they had. That's Xbox true. hasn't released mm. a Halo game at launch since the original Xbox. And we saw how well that worked for them because it was a behemoth of a game at the time. For a, for a console, by the way, that was the first foray for Microsoft in the console gaming space. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this was really going to be like a big move for them if they could get this game out as a launch console because it would kind of play on the old, you know, Halo like and even in terms of like how they're 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 making the the, the, the the game look and how they're trying to make the game feel. It's clearly throwing back to Halo One, the original Halo One. And this I don't know, this feels like an opportunity missed on so many fronts. And I just don't understand what is going wrong at the studio. So we'll keep an eye on this, of course. Uh, and if, if, if we get any new news, um, we'll, we'll be sure to, to, to share and discuss on, on uh, Codecast Arcade. But for now, uh, very worrying, very worrying. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, let's wrap up the news uh, with a summary of a few other uh, news stories. So, okay, the <laughs> this is this is a funny one because uh, this is a, a uh, something that uh, I was looking at and I was thinking to myself, "Wow, PlayStation really." Uh, anyway, let's get into it. Uh, so, the the, the the new PlayStation Store for uh, web uh, and uh, to a certain extent mobile, though I think the mobile app looks pretty good. But specifically with web, is seemingly a dramatic downgrade. Now we already knew that they were taking things out like um, uh, wish lists, which is mm-hmm. just dumb in my opinion. I mean, Apple <laughs> did the same thing when they revamped their app store. I don't understand where they're getting this information that people don't need wish lists. But yeah, we already knew they were taking wish lists off and. Uh, I've included a, I've included a, a, a link to this story. It's a story coming from Push Square, where they're kind of looking over what the PlayStation Store looks like uh, on on the web, and it looks like a broken mess from what I can see. Yeah. Now, there's 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 of course the caveat that this is not actually available to the public yet, so it's it's possible that a lot of the issues that are coming with this are going to be fixed by the time. Uh, they do release it to the public, but uh, early impressions are not looking good. And it looks like a lot of features have been kind of taken out, which is kind mm. of surprising. So like no, even simple things, because like, like my background is software engineering.
everything. Even simple things like uh-huh. UX. Looking at the UX of, 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 of what we're seeing here. It, like, it can't be that hard to build out like a web store, guys. Like, anyway, uh, let's, let's, not, let, let's not dwell on this new story. What, what do you think uh, of, of, of some of the downgrades? You know, it's it's okay. I, I, you're the professional in this field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. Anyway, yeah, uh, no, I, I, won't, um, I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't dwell on this story. I just thought it was interesting that their whole revamp of, of of the PlayStation Store seems to be kind of a downgrade. But uh, like yeah, I said, you know, it's not. It's not. It's not out for public yet. So we will see what it looks like. And. I'll definitely take a, an extensive look at it because I do use the web store from time to time, especially when I, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm looking through sales and whatnot. I'm always on my PC, so sometimes it's just easier to uh, mm-hmm. browse the web store. Uh, but you know, yeah. they, they innovated the app. They innovated it, they, you yeah. know. And I, 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 I like I like some of the things that they brought to the app. I haven't really taken a deep dive into it, but I will be taking a deep dive into both the PlayStation app and the new Xbox app, uh, at least on iOS. So uh, we'll, 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 we'll take a look at all that. Okay, uh, so the Capcom development team has confirmed that a couple of next-gen features from their upcoming re-release, Double May Cry 5 Special Edition, will not be available on the Xbox Series S. The game will not render at 4K resolution, which was expected because the console doesn't output at 4K, or at least is not aimed at outputting at 4K. But more surprisingly is the absence of ray tracing. So uh, this, 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 this kind of just <laughs> speaks to what I've been saying earlier. Like, I, yeah. this is, this is, this I, is the fact that games that are not only early launch games, but also re-releases of games that came out on the previous gen are having to strip features out of the Xbox Series S version of the game kind of makes you think that, hey, maybe this console isn't a next-gen console. And I've been saying yeah. that, a couple of developers have yeah. been saying that, and people have argued, but they've, they've argued that it is a next-gen console. It's just going to output at a lower resolution. But now we're seeing features other than resolution being taken out. And ray tracing is a big next-gen feature. So it's... it's, it's I, mean, I mean, I said, um, you know, I said that this console isn't, it wasn't necessary. I said it's, it's, it's not next-gen. I don't know why they released it. I don't know why it's there. Before. Well, it's I, there. I it's there it's... so that so that people can have a console, a cheap console to play Game Pass games on. I guess, but then you can't call it next gen. It shouldn't have been released next to the Xbox. I mean, it bears the next gen name, Series X and Series S, right? The S. Yeah. So you're you're basically misleading people. I don't want to say it, it's. It seems like kind of a bad thing because now they are stripping off features that are. You know, these are the big features. If we can mention like the features that are going to make next gen incredible, ray tracing is very big. Yeah. Like, so uh, Microsoft did a whole, I uh, did Minecraft where they did Minecraft ray traced. They yeah. did a whole showcase with us. And now some games are being, they said that, okay, uh, this game won't come with ray tracing. So, yeah. I mean, ray tracing is an expensive and an, an expensive thing to implement in the game. It does take up a a significant amount of resources and 
uh, I mean, not every game is going to is going to have ray tracing. We know that, but I think it's kind of telling that specifically with uh, Devil May Cry, uh, which is mm. a game that runs on my launch PS4. Okay, uh, and both the Series S and Series X. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, have hardware accelerated ray tracing. So the fact that they took that out makes mm. makes me think that it wasn't running well at all. And now, the only reason that you're going to buy this game on uh, the Series S is for the 120 frames per second. Now, granted, that is a big reason, but it does beg the question, why? Anyway, like like we know why, but... I don't know. I, I just feel like this is going to hold games back and it's not a great thing, but we'll see. This is, this is uh, an evolving situation and obviously there's also the caveat that people are not, uh, developers are not very comfortable with the hardware yet, they're comfortable developing the hardware yet, so we'll see how all that pans out, but uh, I feel like uh, this is the first of uh, many situations where the Series X version is going to have features that the Series S version is not going to have. Outside of the resolution, of course. Yeah. Um, you know my views on the series. So I'm not even going to go into it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so yet another game is getting the next-gen uh, treatment. Uh, this, this time in the form of No Man's Sky's free next-generation upgrade. So have you taken a look at this video? This... It looks amazing. <laughs> I, 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 like, I'm, I'm going to give props to, 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 to Shane Murray and his team. Uh, they're working on No Man's Sky. Like, they've turned this game into something that is remarkable. And honestly, because I own the console on... I, I, I own the game on PlayStation 4. Um, and I think it might be on Game Pass, though I'm not entirely sure. But... This is a game that I think I'm going to jump into next gen. Like it looks, it, 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 it's surprising to me because it's not like it's a bad looking game. But when mm -hmm. they did that, you know, kind of wipe over of the screen showing what the next gen console, uh, next gen version looks compared to the current gen version. It's, it's brilliant. Like these, this is a small team. Like I think this is like a team of like 15, uh, 20 people, if, if not less, and what they've managed to do, firstly with the technology, but also what they're doing with their, their, their new updates. Like they're adding things like 32 player, um, uh, 32 yeah, player I saw multiplayer. That. And it looks brilliant. And like it had a terrible launch. We all remember the, the, the drama surrounding the game with, you know, a lot of features being left out and whatnot. But if you look at the game now, like it's really interesting and uh, it looks it just, looks really good. I can't lie to you. Like even the whole flying into space and ah uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't, I mean, I can't, the draw I, the, I, the draw distances have been improved significantly. The, 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 the like looking at the foliage, the the, the grass and all that. Like it, it like it looks like I'm surprised at how good it looked. To be honest, like I was not expecting No Man's Sky to look this good. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm happy to stand corrected on that front. So, yeah. Yeah, look, I look forward to it. And I, 
I haven't really looked forward to this game since seeing you play it. <laughs> Badly, yeah. to mention. But anyway, <laughs> I look forward to it. I'm going to get it uh, next time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so uh, this is uh, this next uh, item is uh, an item that we mentioned and passing. So reviewers are reporting that Watch Dogs Legion is shutting down overheating Xbox One X systems. Uh, so um, I need to confirm. Yeah, yeah. So here's here's the thing with uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, naming naming of. Xbox is consoles. When I read word X, uh, I sometimes feel like it's it's the Series X, but yes, I can't confirm that it is the one X. So apparently it is overheating consoles uh, and causing the console to crash in order to cool down. And uh, certain other games like Call of Duty Modern Warfare and uh, Battle, Battle, what, Borderlands 3, have had issues like this in the past on the Xbox One X, so it's not an isolated incident. But this comes back to our discussion about, you know, current gen versions of games, because Xbox One X is now the most powerful current gen console, and there's something that they're doing wrong that is causing the game to crash, and I don't know. It just seems like the transition this time is a lot weirder or a lot more fraught with difficulty than the transition from PS3 to PS4, which is weird considering the difference in architecture between those two consoles. But uh, yeah, this, this is something to, 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 to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, I don't know if you have anything to add to that, Chilakwa. So, yeah, um, it's really weird because, you know, um, obviously when a game wants to be released, they release it on like an already available market, right? So, which is the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One X or the PlayStation 4 Pro. Mm-hmm. But what hap- what's happening now is like we're seeing games that are really pushing these consoles to like, not even to the limit, past their limit. Because they, these companies want to make so much money. I'm not saying the game is bad. I'm just saying they want to make money, but they know that you're pushing a game where you can, they say you can control anybody in the world and you expect it to work on a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One and you just expect it to work. So uh, in my opinion, they should have just waited. And this is the thing. Companies are not patient enough to wait for uh, the whole, you know, the whole world or the whole gaming community to eventually own a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X because it's going to take some time. We've already seen how the pre-orders and the and how you, you might not even get your <laughs> your day, your console on the yeah. day it launches if you ordered it. But it just see you, you just see that this is just shows that they're not patient because I guarantee you this game plays like a gem on our the next gen. But yeah. now yeah, it's, 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 it's just weird because uh, I don't think this is a problem on the PlayStation side. So it might just be an optimization issue. But yeah, I, I, guess, I guess this is something we're going to be seeing more and more with uh, cross-gen games. Of course, we're going to mm-hmm. wait for, 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 for next-gen to come out to see how that all like, pans out. But for now, it seems like a lot of uh, 
the headaches that come with cross-gen uh, games uh, are just exacerbated by the fact that uh, so many companies want to have next-gen consoles. And it, it seems like, uh, or next-gen games, and it seems like a lot of the companies are kind of uh, working on the current-gen game and then adding bells and whistles on top of the current-gen game for next-gen uh, so Watch Dogs Legion, I think, is going to come out with ray tracing and uh, a few other bells and whistles for next gen later on. But another item that we will be keeping an eye on. Okay. Uh, so a Netherlands uh, district court this week ruled against EA, uh, so that's Electronic Arts, in a case over FIFA loot boxes, allowing the Netherlands Gambling Authority, and I'm not even going to pronounce this Weird log net. Let's just say KSA. <laughs> uh, it allows them to proceed with finding the publisher 10 million euros for violating the country's betting and gaming act. So uh, quickly, this, this I think is a follow-up to the 2018 case that uh, notoriously EA uh, defended themselves by calling loot boxes surprise mechanics. Mm, so, I mean, it looks like they're, they're starting to get... Uh, their comeuppance for this and 10 million euros to to to, to ea is uh, a drop in the water honestly but i i feel like uh maybe maybe more and more companies uh will take note that yeah loot boxes are fucking shit like it, it it's <laughs> predatory it's gambling and for a game like fifa yeah. it's rated e for everyone so this is gambling mechanics in a game that kids are playing so yeah i feel like i feel like more and more uh you know governments need to stamp down on this uh because uh it's it's been getting worse and worse and ea are some of the most they have some of the most egregious microtransactions in game i mean their sports games like fifa and madden in particular just it's so egregious and it's not like they don't make money selling those games for $60. So, yeah, uh, just, uh, I don't know if you have any quick thoughts on this. Serves them right. Yeah, I've been doing this for years. They even turned, they turned a perfectly good Star Wars game. And remember, I think we covered this, um, that should have been in a podcast episode where we said that Disney had to get involved, remember? Because yeah. there was now hurting the, hurting the, the Star Wars IP yeah. because it became so bad to the point where the parent company who gave the license to EA to make this game had to say like, like, stop. <laughs> You're making you us doing? look bad. And we don't, what are, what, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> and this is coming from Disney. So <laughs> like, 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 like your corporate overlords. So like uh, the fact that even Disney decided to step in just shows how egregious uh, that was. But yeah, uh, we'll, we'll yeah. also keep an eye on this. It's, it's far from over. Uh, DA might uh, appeal or whatever. I don't know how the law works, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll try and keep an eye on that. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Oculus has endured a PR nightmare in recent weeks after it emerged that the controversial Oculus Quest 2 Facebook account merged had rendered some headsets unusable. So this is basically, uh, you know, the um, Facebook uh, accounts needed to kind of be merged into your Oculus accounts by a certain date. Um, 
I'm spacing on the specific date, but uh, some people who merge their Facebook accounts uh, aren't able to use their Oculus uh, quests uh, because uh, the merge had kind of locked them out of their accounts. And the nightmare continues, it seems, because it was now revealed that deleting your Facebook, your Facebook account now also deletes your Oculus purchases. So I just, I, can I just say, I really hate that Facebook are getting into gaming because I really hate Facebook. But even by their standards, this is kind of ridiculous because this is obvious, right, what they're doing. They're merging their accounts so that the data that they're getting from Oculus can stream right into their Facebook pipeline. And now they're basically saying, okay, now you have to have a Facebook account or if the, the hundreds or sometimes thousands of dollars that you spent on games for Oculus won't be playable if you delete your account. And I mean, it's just dumb. It's just like Facebook, someone needs to reel Facebook in because outside of like, and this is not even gaming related, outside of their practices with, you know, uh, the politics and, you know, how they treat people's data, not just with Facebook, but popular apps that even I use, like uh, WhatsApp and, and, and Instagram, you know, it, they, they, they're, they're, they're taking data and they're selling it to the, to the, to the, to the highest bidder. Like, uh, and side note, for those of you that are interested in like, you know, kind of understanding how companies like Facebook uh, kind of mine your data and use it to make a profit, um, there's a, a show on Netflix called The Social Dilemma that I think really breaks down how, uh, you know, these companies are using data to kind of sell you as a product to their actual customers that are advertisers. But uh, that aside, like this just reeks of like Facebook bullshit. I, I don't know what you think about it. I don't, uh, Facebook is stupid. So <laughs> put that out there. And that I, I don't like their alien overload. <laughs> uh, well, sorry. to be fair, no one, seems to, no one seems to like it, so. <laughs> It's become ridiculous. It's becoming ridiculous, man. Like so you, like you said, someone needs to reel them in. Cause now, I don't even think we're. I don't. Our privacy. I, I don't. I don't feel safe on my phone. You know, yeah. especially after watching the mobile dilemma, it really, really opened my eyes. Eh? The, yeah, not the mobile, sorry, the social dilemma. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's 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 ridiculous. So uh, I, I I was hoping that Facebook wouldn't be making. Uh, strides in gaming like they are but oculus is becoming more and more popular so they're 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 gaining more and more of a foothold in the gaming space and i just don't like that because they've already kind of tainted so many uh like people now look at social media as an inherently bad thing but social media has connected the world in a way that we never thought was possible and facebook yeah, yeah. has taken that and kind of corrupted it to the point where like to 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 the point of the story you now have purchases that are linked to your facebook account and you can't delete your facebook account so facebook are basically punishing you 
for wanting to cut off their supply to your data by saying, okay, then we're taking all the things you bought from us as well. So, yeah, yeah I feel like the problem is that they're too, they're, too, they're too big. They're too big of a company. Who's, who's yeah. going to check them? I mean, anyway, I mean to be um, fair, a lot so of companies. Want to our yeah. <laughs> that is true. Our last news item. Yeah. Uh, so Gearbox Software has announced Borderlands 3 Ultimate Edition along with Arms Race, which is the Galaxy's premier reality murder show. Uh, and it's coming with the second season pass. So the, the, the Arms Race is uh, another battle royale from Borderlands. Uh, I played a bit of Borderlands 2. I haven't really played Borderlands 3. Uh, I don't really care that much about this game, but it does look interesting. I did, I did consider buying it. But, I mean, just another company throwing their, their, their hat in, in, in the race saying, look, we have a battle royale as well. We'll see how this pans out. Uh, I don't know if you care about this. No, not specifically, but I will keep an eye on it. Yeah. Okay, that's the news. Uh, and this is a lot of news. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of news. And I feel like at a certain point, we might just have to make peace with the fact that we have a long running show. <laughs> because. Um, into the topic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so this week's topic of the show is uh, kind of a a personal one uh, for me and Chilekwa. It's uh, us talking about our histories in gaming. You know, from uh, playing WWE SmackDown, shut your mouth on uh, CRT at uh, Chilekwa's house, to you know, marveling at the graphics of Grand Theft Auto Four uh in it in, in on the ps3 you know it's it's just us talking about you know our histories and the games that kind of made us the game as we are today so yeah this is good to be i guess more of like yes. open discussion where me and Chilipo are kind of talking about our histories mm-hmm. which are uniquely entwined because uh for those of you that don't know me and Chilipo have known each other since we were kids um we basically grew up together we we I, I don't even remember how old I was when like we, we first met. So that's 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 how long we've been uh we've been kind of uh friends and naturally uh be hanging out together like a lot of there's a there's been a lot of crossover in the games that uh, we've played. Uh so um yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take it way back to I'm going to take it to uh the time when we were you know, playing uh, SmackDown, <laughs> shut your mouth on uh, CRT at your house. Ah, uh, dude, that was the nostalgia. It was, yeah. you know, okay, my history of, of, of gaming. We, we we all know how we started game. We didn't just go up and start playing shut your mouth. We started with the brick games, man. The brick yeah. games, that, that I mean, little... <laughs> I, had the, I had the Toy Story... Yeah. Uh, like it was kind of like a licensed toy store. I don't even remember what it was called, but uh, I, I remember that was mm. like my like first, first, first ever gaming experience. Like I had, I had yeah. that uh, obviously. Uh, I and anyway, it's fine. My dad doesn't listen to the show, but uh, I actually used to secretly <laughs> install a few games on my dad's PC. 
and I think he, up to this day, doesn't know about it. Like, uh, there was games like the Jungle Book, uh, Lion King. Uh, yeah. I think the first time I played Doom uh, was on his PC, you know, and it's... It's, 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 it's been, it's been kind of like, uh, we didn't get the consoles until like pretty late on. So, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to hold in on, uh, like the PlayStation 2 generation. Cause I feel like that's the generation where we both kind of became uh, quote unquote hardcore, uh, yes. console gamers. So, uh, maybe you can start by speaking gamers. to your experience. Um, you know, as WWE SmackDown, um, shut your mouth yep. was the most beautiful thing we ever saw. And we were just like the graphics. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was amazing that such 3D, like, you know, 3D was very, it, it was just beautiful. Like, you know, the, the game just blew us away to the point where we thought like, I personally thought that. This, this gaming would never top this clearly yeah. it was wrong <laughs> it's so wrong but it was such a marvel <laughs> it was so wrong dude and i think i will still be 10 years from now you ask me the question i'll be like last of us yeah i was wrong <laughs> but yeah it was it was it was a, a turn it was a big point for us because i remember playing that game um i should i think that was in emmersdale when i still used to live in emmersdale Mm-hmm. And um, looking at it, and I, I said to myself, I, 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 love, I love this. We have to play this all the time. And we played it all the time. Yeah, I um, remember. It was a really, it was, yeah, a very competitive game. Very, <laughs> you know, when gaming was fun and you didn't have to worry about where they came from. You know, sort of like babies. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so uh, this was a, an intro to, especially the place, not, not an intro to gaming, but it was um, when I decided that I, I knew I, really, I always loved games, but I decided from then on that I am going to, it's, this is one thing I'm going to continue getting into because yeah. even after this, there are several titles we bought afterwards and we would also, you know, be like, uh, we had sleepovers where we just sleep over primarily. To, you want to see your friend, but you also know you want to kick his ass at a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, dude, like you know, for, 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 for me, like, yeah, I, I, I agree with every, everything you're saying. Because uh, I remember coming over to your place. Uh, and we would all huddle around the TV and like I was looking at because at the time for, for context uh, I got my PlayStation 2 after uh, I think you guys did and at the time I think I had the knockoff Nintendo consoles for the Telegame Station I think it was the Telegame Station mm-hmm. anyway yeah. one of those yeah. yeah and I remember thinking to myself holy shit what what am I looking at? You know, like it was, it was pretty impressive considering like I had seen PlayStation one games before that. So it was at, at the time, like my bar was, you know, the PlayStation one, you know, I, I, I was looking at the PlayStation one. I was thinking to myself and there was no internet then. So, uh, 
you know about things like PlayStation 2 from your friends. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know that the PlayStation 2 had launched until like I, 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 I saw you playing and I saw other friends like uh, my, my, my neighbor that, uh, you know, lived across from us also owned a PlayStation 2. So that's how I knew that, okay, PlayStation 2 is a thing. So until then, <laughs> I was thinking to myself, PlayStation 1 is the end all be all. I want me some goddamn crash, okay? <laughs> And then, you know, I come over to your place a couple of times and we're playing the game and I'm I'm just constantly blown away by the visuals. And the game was like really fun to play because I was playing on the tele and like the tele game had like a PlayStation shaped controller uh, Mm. without the analog sticks. So like the original like uh, PlayStation controller uh, with no analog sticks. even just the analog sticks themselves. I was like, what is this? What, what is happening right now? <laughs> I, I remember trying to use them in the beginning. We were just like, okay. Yeah, it did take, it did take a lot of getting used to do that. Like, uh, I think uh, this is something that a lot of us take for granted because uh, I've been trying to get my girlfriend to get into gaming and she, like I, it's it's pretty clear that the dual analog sticks are a real challenge uh, for her because she's not a gamer. So mm. I, I I think that was like one of the things that were the biggest hurdles. But like we were just like no, but I'll learn. I like <laughs> <laughs> because when uh, you had to learn the the button placement, the O X yeah. triangle, and so forth. <sighs> yeah, like in the yeah. beginning you look down and press X. <laughs> yeah and but then it just, just became muscle like muscle memory exactly and you know it's it's so like like i said like i got my console after you guys and i remember i think playing it at your place was kind of the instigator because i came over with my mom and, and my sisters and them and <laughs> oh yes like the whole trip back it was just oh my god the playstation 2 well the playstation did you see what like the playstation 2 and like <laughs> I think eventually uh, her and my dad caved and bought me a PlayStation 2. Uh, so you guys, if I'm remembering correctly, you had like the OG black and I ended up getting the OG silver. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, so many memories. So I ended up getting my PlayStation 2 Good. and uh, I, packed, I packed up my, so, my side- telegame. Yeah. <laughs> Side note: um, uh-huh. When when we when I saw the PlayStation Two from a neighbor as well, my my dad was going to London, so mm-hmm. we told him like, "Dad, we want a PlayStation 2. and he's like, "Okay, PlayStation Two. And then he went there and he came back with a Fun Station Two. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what it's... did you buy? <laughs> Actually, on that yeah, note, then like eventually the, the... went back. And... <laughs> No, please continue. Uh, so he went back eventually, then got it. And when, he, when he came back, you know, there's large luggage restrictions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he had to leave it at the airport. Then it came later. And we were so pissed because I was just looking at him like, I hate you. And he's just like, look, I took pictures. I even got them printed out. Like, here, look, here's the box. 
yeah. in the hotel. Don't kill me. <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, yeah. yeah, then eventually we got the PlayStation. That's how it came. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say, I'll say for uh, like to that note, like when I got the telegame station, I actually wanted a PlayStation, and Ooh. I was, I, I remember also being like so mad. Uh, then eventually settling into well, I, I guess I'll play Mario, and uh, yeah, I did have fun with that console. And like in hindsight, I don't really blame my parents mm. because the mm. Tele game looked exactly like the PlayStation, so they probably thought they were buying the PlayStation. <laughs> but yeah, like getting that PlayStation too, dude. Like that that just changed the trajectory for me. Like I've talked about yeah. uh, how gaming kind of formed my career in so many ways because like uh wanting mm-hmm. to know how some of these things work uh kind of drove me to software engineering and yes. it was it was just so you know i remember getting it uh because I, I think it was a birthday present on my 12th birthday or somewhere like 2003 probably if i'm not mistaken it was a long time ago. Let's just say that. But uh, I remember getting it on my Show birthday. Age. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, yeah, whatever. So uh, I remember getting it. Uh, the following night was a school night. And when that midnight hit, I stepped out of my room. And I think I even woke up my young sister. Uh, I would, like I really tried to get my own sister into gaming early, it just it didn't pan out. So uh, <laughs> it's a shame there. But uh, like I remember, I remember like waking up, uh, not even waking up actually. I think I might have woken up. It was a long time ago, but I remember it was like midnight. I opened the console up. I didn't even have any games. Like I had the the demo disc that that, that the consoles would come with, and Mm-hmm. I remember playing it yeah. the whole night. Waking up to, to to go to school, not waking up, stopping to play <laughs> to go to school. <laughs> uh, Going to school, I wasn't even tired, dude. I <laughs> just excited. I was just excited, and I came straight home, and I continued playing, and it was just it was amazing. It was really. I think that was the point where I knew, yeah. like, okay, I just want to do this all the time. I think <laughs> I, I stopped playing outside as much. I I would spend all my holidays just in front of the TV. It reached the point where my mom actually had to put restrictions on playing time. So I was only allowed to play on weekends. Yeah. So I would do all my playing outside. Yeah. You are the, the one who... I see... Yeah. Because your mom told my mom, and and we also got restrictions as well. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I, for us it was so bad where it had to be packed in in the bedroom. Yeah, that's that's that's. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's. I'm pretty sure your mom got a, that idea from my mom, or my mom got that idea from your mom, because my mom would do the same thing. <laughs> like she would take it. Like on Sunday Sunday evening, she would, she would come through. She was like, "Okay, time's up." I'm packing it up. She'd pack it up in the box and she'd, she'd go and she'd put it in, in, in her room. And it was, mm. it, it sucked, but, you know, it was clearly that they were saying like we were spending like all our times gaming and 
you know, we still do. So clearly, it didn't. Don't help. we have a few memories where? Huh? Don't we have a few memories where we we must have like broken our consoles out of our parents' rooms while they were at work or something? I think. Yeah, I think I, that... I I I started doing that a ton, dude. Like I would I would like <laughs> get the console uh, when there because like uh, especially like when I was. Uh, like just finishing my primary school, like there were days where I'd like come back half day, uh, then uh, you know I'd 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 be picked up and dropped off at home, and my parents wouldn't be home, uh, and those those few precious hours, you know, I'd 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 go, I'd take the console from their room, I'd game for like a couple of hours, and then I'd take it back, and then. <laughs> And then you know someone snitched on me, and it was a whole thing. Like <laughs> it was, yeah. But definitely, like I, I remember the PlayStation Two being like one of those you know, experiences that, that kind of uh, molded the game I am today. You know, the for one thing about from our history of gaming that I appreciate is it it took you towards your career path in um uh, in software engineering and eventually you know, maybe even beyond, right? And that interest of how these things are made. And it also garnished my interest in how these things are made from a, an artist's perspective. Um, yeah. I am an amateur graphic designer, uh, really into 3D models and things like that. So just, you know, seeing these things, we used, yeah, this is basically like a playable animation, right? Uh, some yeah. of them are more complex than that, obviously. But at the time, seeing these things and seeing how they are made kind of influenced how I wanted to become a digital artist. And um, it just, it's, uh, gaming has a big, it's, it's played a big part in both our lives. And I, it's part of my life, in yeah, honesty. Definitely. And it's never good. <laughs> It's, it's never gonna it's, go away it's, it's 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 not going anywhere anytime soon i mean yeah. we 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 we, had, we we we've had a lot mm. of like uh like gaming experiences together and i mean it's it's pretty obvious that it's it's kind of made us even closer friends like over the years naturally like when you, you share mm. you have a shared interest uh so yeah, like with the with the PlayStation. Too. I mean, like, dude, we could get into so many games, like God of War. You know, I remember like coming <laughs> over to your place and like, you know, playing. Uh, I believe the first one was God of War Two that I I first saw you playing, and then you know, like we will play like the the FIFA streets. We obviously got like later SmackDown games, like when they shifted SmackDown versus Raw, like. We play a ton of those. Uh, so yeah, the PS2 generation was certainly one of those that not only influenced who we ended up becoming, but also like uh, speaks to our friendship. Uh, and yeah, moving moving forward, like uh, just so that we don't take three hours on this episode as well. Uh, moving <laughs> on to the PS3 generation, it was kind of a similar thing. Because you got your PlayStation 3 uh, before me. And I remember coming over to your place for a sleepover. But we were significantly older at this point. Uh, and you guys uh, had uh, Grand Theft Auto 4. Yes. And, uh, dude, I remember, you know, we, we I think uh, we, we all, like, sat huddled on... Um, 
on the mattress and like I don't even think we were playing. Like I don't think I was playing. I was just watching and I was just like, wow. You know? I thought like it's similar to the point that you were talking. We slept in the living room that day, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like it's 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 just one of those things that that you were talking about where you thought like the PlayStation 2 was the end all be all and then you see the PlayStation 3 and Grand Theft Auto and you know we have a ton of memories uh with with the PlayStation 3 as well i remember uh playing like halfway through uncharted at your place and being like ah damn yes okay i guess i now need to upgrade my ps2 <laughs> So definitely, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one of those. We're supposed to those. give you uncharted. Yeah, I'm still salty about that. By the way, for context, so yeah, I did not tell. <laughs> yeah, so um. That wasn't even me. I didn't sell that game, okay? That was, my, for context, my elder brother got free. We promised Elias Uncharted when we finished it. Uh, but my elder brother sold it. And uh, I wasn't part of that, but I don't know, because we're brothers, I guess. Yeah, are we are linked? <laughs> still salty. I'm still nah, salty. Nah. I ended up, I ended up buying, like, I, I think I bought, like, the, the entire, like, trilogy. Uh, yeah. Uh, because yeah, yeah. Uh, especially like uh, like later on in the generation, like uh, I wasn't necessarily making money, but I did have uh, means of getting money, so I, I was able to. I think the PS3 generation is really the generation when I started buying my own games and stuff, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. I, I think I ended up building up a, a pretty decent collection, but. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but you know, like uh, with with anyone uh, at that age, uh, having a collection is one thing, but needing money to buy new games is another. So, like, I think uh, similar to how like Godfrey ended up selling um, uh, Uncharted to raise some money, like I ended up selling a bunch of my PS3 games to to raise money for new games. So, yeah, but it was. It was such a, it was such a, it was so dope. Um, yeah. I mean, Uncharted, I Uncharted 3, like, uh, I feel like that's when I was like, okay, so this is, because I remember, like, I came over to your place and, like, we were, we were just, you know, straight chilling. Uh, but when I started playing the game, like, it was clear, like, I think you guys even went to sleep and I was still playing it. It was clear that... <laughs> yes. I wasn't going. I, I wasn't going to stop. And I remember saying, I remember saying to Godfrey, like, I'm making him promise. And this is why I'm salty. Easy. This, this is where the salt is coming from. I'm making him promise that, dude, when you finish this game, okay, don't sell it because I'm getting my PS3 pretty soon, and I want to be able to play this game. Don't sell it. Let me play. And then I got my PS3, and he was like, Oh yeah, dude, I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's actually pretty funny um how every time a console comes out um you would either i would either rush to your place just to see this this beauty this this yeah. machine or you would come to my place just to see like you know because it would be different and i think uh the ne- next gen will be the first time where that doesn't happen eh um, yeah because of 
yeah i but, mean yeah it's 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 just one of those things where like uh we did kind of share these launch experiences just because of how uh close we were and and how close our families were and you know like you said like during the ps2 generation like i didn't even know you had it uh but like when i showed up to your place it was like oh this is what we're doing because i think i was there i don't remember what i was there for but it, it might have been like a party or like just a get together yeah. or something because like there were a bunch of other people and it was so clear that okay we started playing video games now like we're not going outside for shit <laughs> and during the ps3 generation it was a similar thing i think at that point now like it, we, were, we, were, we were like able to communicate so like uh like we were talking like godfrey was like yo listen we've got this thing and whatnot and like i ended up coming over uh and like like you said like like coming to see the majesty of the next generation and like the ps4 was i think vice versa because i ended up getting mine first and then you ended up mm-hmm. coming over uh to see what the next generation looked like and yeah like the 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 i guess the ps5 generation will be the first generation where we're not um going to be able to do that uh because uh i don't know if i should break news now but i i i won't be in the country uh from the beginning of next year so uh even though we'll, we'll continue the podcast and continue to uh basically uh being communication uh and obviously I'll share my thoughts so he'll share his thoughts whoever gets the console first will share their thoughts hey. yeah but uh it 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 will be one of the first times where like someone isn't rushing to the other person's house to see what the next generation yeah. looks like i mean we do have um you know we can video call but i guess the experience is different especially with the next gen features yeah it will be different because like there's there's nothing quite like holding the controller for yourself you know flicking through uh see what the new experience looks like in person uh yeah it 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 will almost be like we'll be on video we'll, we'll get on a video call and like we'll share the experiences and all that but even then uh you you probably won't be seeing like anything that you're not able to see on youtube you know what i mean so <laughs> that it 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 will be it will be uh it will be it will be Breaks different it will be weird Breaks yeah. my heart Breaks. <laughs> I, i'm just going to come out and say it. i'm not happy about that but anyway it's um <laughs> it's life <laughs> uh we'll, we'll make you yeah um okay uh, so what are some of the games i'm just interested um that you would say defined not, not only your childhood but has defined your your experience as a gamer we're not putting we're not putting playstation 4 games okay i'm putting basically playstation 2 from place yeah. you can you can start even with playstation 2 games right i think But, we've 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 we've, we've covered uh, playstation 2 games uh, playstation 4 games rather extensively uh, from the yeah, exactly. episode we're not talking yeah. about the games of the generation so exactly. i think we can skip so that I, want, i just want to get you know the old, you know the games that you know the 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 ones that take you back yeah <laughs> well that... i think the obvious one is ratchet and clank i ah. absolutely <laughs> adored that game jack and dexter to, to a lesser yeah like like i'm i'm, I'm really looking forward to the new one coming out uh, on on ps4 and i i actually really enjoyed the i mean it's it's one of those games where 
obviously it's defined a lot of gamers childhoods just because it's been part of the playstation ecosystem since, since the playstation 2 uh but mm. for me ratchet and clank 3 dude like up your arsenal when i got that game uh i remember not having a memory card and <laughs> playing through it so extensively that I got to the Dr. Nefarious battle at the end and I just couldn't get past it. And eventually getting a memory card and having to start the game from scratch. Like, do you remember memory cards, dude? Like, that's why I loved it. With eight megabytes memory cards. <laughs> oh, wow. Here we are complaining that one terabyte may be too little. We had eight megabyte, and the big one, the 16 megabyte one, remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember actually like uh, losing a memory card and being absolutely devastated when that happened because I <laughs> yeah. essentially lost all my progress and I had yeah, to remember buy games, a new one. Games used to have that slot. The game, the 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 game discs, um, the covers had yeah. the slot for the memory yep. card in them. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, it was uh, uh, takes me back. Yeah, but as far as the games like uh, Ratchet and Clank, obviously the SmackDown games like SmackDown, uh, SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth, Here Comes the Pain. And just, just bring it. <laughs> just bring it. Uh, like a lot of these, a lot of a lot of the SmackDown games, like it, it became like one of those annual games for us, especially like mm. uh, when we started playing like the SmackDown versus Raw games. Uh, yeah. Later on, like I got into obviously i got into fifa like like i've been playing fifa since fifa 03 if i if i recall mm. so i've like i know fifa is a big deal now but back then like it was really like you know i mean gaming gaming was pretty niche even back then but like i shit on fifa a lot these days because i remember how fifa used to be so exactly uh, like FIFA, i've, 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 I've been playing fifa since 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 fifa 2003 so Anyone that yeah. thinks that they're a veteran in the game, I mean, more power to you. But uh, <laughs> like, I know what the yeah, fuck no. I'm talking about when I talk about some of these things. Like, so yeah, obviously they're the annual games, <laughs> 2003, 2004. Dude, FIFA 2004, the cover with uh, who was it? Ronaldinho, Thierry Henry, yes. and Del Piero on the cover. Dude, I sunk yeah. so many hours into that game. Like, I remember it was unbelievable. I, remember. I think it's because of you that I actually got into FIFA because yeah. we didn't have FIFA. So we started playing FIFA together. We just, and we kept on going and you, you became this, this monster in FIFA, this, <laughs> this beast. You just like, yeah. nah, we're not playing FIFA with Elias. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the times have changed. Now I, now I could not give less of this shit. There was a time when like, I I would I would be I would be offended if I lost a game, like offended. I remember, like I don't <laughs> lose I don't lose FIFA games I don't lose in FIFA, and now it's just like. Ah. Do you remember? Do you remember Need for Speed Most Wanted, dude? Oh, dude, it started from Underground. <laughs> eh? It started from Underground too. Yeah. Like I remember, like we 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 played uh, Underground Two, we played uh, Most Wanted, uh, we played Carbon. Like we were we were into like the Need for Speeds, the SmackDown versus Raws, the, the 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 Fifas. Like these games like were huge for us, dude. Like 
I think the first the first the Need for Speed game I played on PS2 was actually Hot Pursuit 2. And what a game. Like, mm. what a game that was. Like, I, I think uh, later on, like, after <laughs> I got the PS3, I went back and played Hot Pursuit, and it still fucking holds up. Like, that was a brilliant game. I know there's the new Hot like, Pursuit that they do, but, like, FIFA Need for Speed doesn't really tickle my fancy. Nah, nah it really doesn't. Um... No, but we've, we've, we've had quite a run. And um, mm. just any, any, now, any honorable um, mentions? Any honorable mentions from the games that you feel? Can you define? I know you don't like this game, but I liked Spyro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I liked yeah. Spyro a lot. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, couldn't, um, I couldn't get behind Spyro after playing Ratchet and Crank. Russian and Clank obviously top Sparrow, and that's that's nothing. But yeah. I, I just really. I mean, even even Jack and Daxter, honestly, mm-hmm. like, like I played a bunch of that, and like playing Spyro, it was not the same, you know. I think because maybe it's because I started with Spyro. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, I mean, so yeah, Spyro. Was, um... Spyro. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Spyro, I mean, I was just going to question that Spyro is an insomnia game, so that's the game that they created before they went to uh, Ratchet and Clank and, you know, uh, blew, blew the world. Yeah. Um, the Matrix. The Matrix games. Yeah. I, I, really... I love the Matrix games. I don't know about you. Yeah, this is Do one of like those them? games. For real? I didn't really play them that much, honestly. Like, the one that I did play... I I think I borrowed it for like a day and then the owner took it back. So this nah. is more this is more You're this missing is more out. <laughs> Well it's too late now. <laughs> what, no, wait, they might remember. hold on. <laughs> There's a new Matrix movie coming out. You know what that means. They'll probably make a game. Well it'll probably be a mobile game, so <laughs> that's true. That is yeah. true. <laughs> That I mean, is, the Matrix no, games, I like, I, I don't even, I don't even hate them per se. It's just, I didn't play any of them enough to really form any kind of opinion about them. Yeah. Now, um, I think we've covered the, I don't have any more. I th- you know, the thing is, it was such a while back. I'm pretty sure there's games that we've missed, but I think the ones that really touched, touched my soul, we have mentioned. Yeah, I I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm missing I'm missing like a couple of big names like PS2, PS3. Gen- I mean the PS3 generation. Uh, then we're getting more into like modern games because like I already mentioned, like I got into Uncharted uh, towards the end of the generation. I was blown away by The Last of Us, of course. Uh, like the PS3 generation. I think that's when like I. I knew the games that I wanted to play and because I was buying the games myself, uh, saving up to play oh. them and whatnot, like uh, it was more in tune with uh, my taste. But during the PS2 generation, a lot of the games that we were playing was you get what you, what you, what to, what to play. I mean, do you remember FIFA Street? FIFA Street was amazing, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's like, what is Vota? That this thing that FIFA have done now. The vo- <laughs> I don't know. I haven't played a FIFA that has had Vo 
Volta in it, so I, I, I can't speak to that. Uh, like, I have I, a game like, for you. I have a, uh, I have a PS2 game for you. Yeah. Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, actually, <laughs> fair point, fair point. Yeah, Prince of Persia was like, because like during the PS3 generation, obviously they transitioned to Assassin's Creed and like I also sang, like I think I played yeah. every Assassin's Creed that came out on the PS3 generation. Uh, so one, two, uh, Brotherhood, uh, what was the other one? Revelations? Uh, then three, yeah, and um, what else? I think that's it. Yeah, actually, no, I didn't play uh, Black Flag because I think I was pretty burnt. No, I didn't. Three. Think... But yeah, so like Prince of Persia two, for I'll real. Mention, I'll mention two more games. Yeah, I will give you um, Metal Gear Three Snake Eater. I uh, love that game. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I. I I don't think I played three. Uh, I played uh, uh, one, which was a PS1 game, actually. But I played it on the PS2 because yeah, yeah. if you remember PS2, you could just pop in a, a PS1 game and, you know, it would play. Like, the PS1 discs with the black... I always liked that about the PS1 discs. Like, the black, you know, uh, under... You know, the, the CD was, like, black, where it's usually, uh, like, uh-huh. a, a mirror surface like it was black and glossy and I always thought that was like the coolest shit. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Metal Gear Solid, uh, I played one. Uh, it was a PS1 game. Mm. Uh, honestly, I wasn't like the biggest fan. Uh, then, yeah, I think the next one I played okay. was four. So uh, yeah, uh, okay, Metal so Gear Solid. Game, like, uh, gaps, racing yeah. game. Yeah. My next game is a racing game. Burnout 3. Takedown. Burnout. Did you say Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another one. That's another one, dude. Like, Burnout was, yeah, Burnout was the truth. Burnout was the truth. I really don't understand why they don't make it. Because the last one, even the last one that they made, which was Paradise, I remember thinking hours on that. On yes. Like, Burnout was the truth, dude. You know, I, like... <laughs> Take me down to the paradise city. <laughs> you remember that? The, the, the other song, the soundtrack. That was, that was, that was a beautiful game. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So okay. I, think, I think there are probably like a lot of games that we're missing out, but uh, let's, let's, not, yeah. let's not go for three hours again today. No. Uh, no. I, I think, I think no, I'm going no, to call it. No. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we can end there. I, I, I really do hope that you guys, I know this was more of a personal episode uh, just because, you know, we're talking about our personal experiences, but Hey, if you have experiences you want to share, uh, feel free to, you know, tweet at us uh, and uh, you know, uh, we may or may not discuss that on future shows. Who's to say? Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> also, uh, I feel like this is something that I should, uh, kind of point out just because, uh, mm. it, it, it was one of those moments where I kind of like, okay, so let me just tell the story, right? So I had this neighbor okay. that had a PS1 and I had a PS2, uh, and like, uh, I borrowed the, I borrowed a game from her. 
uh, what was it, Planet of the Apes. And then I went to school and traded that game in for, uh, I believe, Hercules uh, from my friend uh, Ibak Dembo. Uh, uh, it was also a PS1 game. Uh, I, I traded that in with him and uh, the game ended up belonging not to her, but her father. Uh, and it was a whole like dramatic experience. And that kind of... Uh, <laughs> It was a learning experience for me because I think I learned from them that, yeah, you kind of have to respect other people's goods. But I was like a kid then. Exactly. So, uh, it's Yeah, I mean, I, I, we almost stole a game from you at your birthday. <laughs> I remember you had to win. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a funny story, dude. Yeah, this it's, 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 it's is one of those that... Uh, it, it, it just like uh, from time to time I remember that and like it's almost cringeworthy you know like uh, but yeah <laughs> uh, now you know uh, a lot more about your hosts here on Codecast uh, we're going to end the show there uh, it's uh, also a pretty long one but I'm pretty sure I almost guarantee it's not our longest episode I don't know if any will top the first episode <laughs> we had uh, so uh, yeah Okay, so you can catch uh, us on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter um, under Codecast. Um, I am Shiloh Komutanje. You can catch me personally on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Shiloh Komutanje on Facebook, Shiloh Komutanje on Instagram, and Shiloh underscore Munsan on Twitter. You tweeted me anything related to gaming. I will. I'm glad to share my opinion, and I love talking video games. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we're we're Codecast uh, Zedam uh, on Twitter, Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wherever the 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 the, the sun shed lights, uh, and I'm <laughs> Jarelli360 on Twitter. So J O R E L I underscore three. See, I messed up my own thing. Okay, J O R underscore E L I three six zero. So yeah, uh, like Chilako said, uh, anything gaming related, I usually respond. Uh, I try to not be confrontational, but uh, I'm also a bit of an asshole, as I said. <laughs> so uh, I apologize if I offend you when we do discuss video games, but. Uh, do not uh, let that deter you. We love talking video games and honestly, we're open to uh, all opinions here on the show. We do uh, want to hear from you, even if it's an opinion we don't agree with. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, would you like to uh, sign us off? Sure. This has been Podcast Decade. We'll catch you guys in the next level.